Hare Krishna. I welcome all to everyday chant Hari Nam conference call. Today we are very fortunate to have his grace um, Gopal Chand Das Prabhu uh, from Round Rock, Texas to enlighten us on how to balance material life and spiritual life. Uh, Prabhuji, whenever you are ready, please take over the call. Uh, thank you very much, Mataji. Uh, Hare Krishna, dear devotees, uh, please accept my humble obeisances. Uh, all Gaurish Shishra Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Uh, before getting started, I would like to seek your blessings and prayers uh, so that uh, whatever I speak is in line with the scriptures uh, and will be of some use to you. If I misspeak, uh, please do forgive me. It is because of uh, lack of uh, uh, understanding on my part uh, uh, due to my limitation and uh, whatever benefit that you may be getting out of this class is uh, by the mercy of all the senior devotees and acharyas uh, who have given this knowledge. Uh, with that, uh, we'll go ahead and get started. Uh, today, the, the verse uh, we are going to see is uh, verse uh, 8.7 from Bhagavad Gita. I will start with the pranam prayers. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshur Ulmilitam Yena Tasmai Shri Guruve Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Smayam Rupa Khadamayam Dalati Suva Padantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnamamsya Shri Rupam Sagrajadam Sagagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sagagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitamscha E Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari, Vrishapanu Sute Devi, Pranamami Hari Priye, Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha, Kripasindhu Bhyayevacha, Patitanam Pavanebhyo, Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha. Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda, Shri Advaita Gadadara, Shri Vachadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Jai. Um, the verse 8.7. Tasmat Sarveshu Kaleshu, Ma Manusmara Yudhyacha, Mayar Pitamano Buddhir, Ma Mevaishyasi, Asam Shayaha. Tasmat, therefore, Sarveshu at all, Kaleshu times, Mam, me, Anusmara, go on remembering, Yudhya, fight, Cha, also, Mai, unto me, Arpita, surrendering, Mana, mind, Buddhi, intellect, Mam, unto me, Eva, surely, Asia, see, you will attain. Asam Shayaha, beyond a doubt. 
translation and purport by his divine grace is bhakti vedanta swami shrida prabhupad shrida prabhupad ki jai therefore arjuna you should always think of me in the form of krishna and at the same time carry out your prescribed duty of fighting with your activities dedicated to me and your mind and intelligence fixed on me you will attain me without doubt purport this instruction to arjuna is very important for all men engaged in material activities the lord does not say that one should give up his prescribed duties or engagements one can continue them and at the same time think of krishna by chanting hare krishna this will free one from material contamination and engage the mind and intelligence in krishna by chanting krishna's names one will be transferred to the supreme planet krishna loka without a doubt jai shri prabhupad so today we are going to see some practical tips on how to follow this instruction that is how to perform our material or worldly duties while at the same time performing bhakti so if you think about it this whole world is about balance imagine if the earth is closer to the sun little bit then we will all be vaporized or if it is little further away from sun then we will all be frozen so this delicate balance is needed everywhere whether it is uh, at the cosmic scale or at the atomic scale this balance is needed we have to strike a balance in order to be happy in gita the lord says yuktahara viharasya yukta cheshtasya karmasu yukta swapna babo dasya yoga bhavati dukkha he who is regulated in his habits of eating sleeping recreation and work can mitigate all material pains by practicing the yoga system so this balance is achieved by understanding those things that are important in life and prioritizing them and spending the required time for them as we know some things are important and some things are unimportant but we have to take time for things that are important so when we understand spiritual life is important then we give the time and this is where association with like minded people who share the same goals will not only inspire us but also protect us we should do our prescribed duties in the mood of service and sacrifice and whatever material resources we have instead of using them for our pleasure we have to use them for the pleasure of lord and for his service so actually we don't have to give up our material life we just have to give up the material conception of life the conception that we are the bodies we are these bodies and material pleasure is our goal so in chapter 5 5.10 lord says brahmani aadaya karmani sangam tyaktva karoti yah nityate na sa papena padma patram ivam basha so one who performs his duty without attachment surrendering the results in 
onto the Supreme Lord is unaffected by simple action as the lotus leaf is untouched by water. So just like how a lotus remains untouched by water, even while engaging in this material life, just by working in the mood of service and sacrifice, we can stay protected from illusion. So as we develop connection with the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna, in the mood of loving service unto Him, it will help us transcend the materialistic conception of life. So we have to understand both material and spiritual life are important. We need to offer food to Krishna and then also we have to eat appropriately for the body. Not offering the food to Krishna, we get karmic culpability. And not eating will make us weak and unhealthy. So we cannot skip, skip either one. We have to take care of both. Actually, we have to take care of our physical, emotional, relational, and spiritual aspects. So we sometimes think, okay, spirituality can be a substitute for physical, emotional, mental, or relational care. But we have to understand, spiritualization doesn't mean neglecting family responsibilities or activities to take care of the body. Srila Prabhupada would say, we know that the temperature of material existence has been increased by the infatuation of material progress. But Prabhupada condemns that this doesn't mean temperature has to be brought to zero. So for a healthy person, it has to be maintained at a normal level or it has to be regulated. And this is where our Vedic scriptures, they give a balanced program. And we are going to see that today. So the material and spiritual life are like two tracks. Journey to Krishna is like a train. I mean, this Krishna consciousness, this journey of life to finally attain the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna is like a train. So our success balances on between material pursuits and spiritual endeavors. Doesn't matter which ashram or varna we are in, we, we can practice Krishna consciousness. So as we know, the highest level one can attain is Raganuga Bhakti or spontaneous bhakti, where everything we see, everything we hear, everything we smell, whatever we touch, whatever we feel, whatever we speak, it's all about the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna. As we understand, while this is a very lofty goal, as practitioners of bhakti, we have to properly follow the rules and guidelines of sadhana bhakti, regulative principles of freedom. Srila Prabhupada would say, do the basics properly. So if you chant 16 rounds and follow the four regulative principles, you will go back home, back to Godhead. The nine stages of bhakti starts with shraddha, faith, sadhu sangha, association with devotees, bhajana kriya, performance of devotional service, anarthanivriti, decreasing of unwanted attachments, nishta, steadiness, ruchi, taste. So if we start with faith and do the basics, basic steps properly, we will finally attain a sakti attachment to the Lord, bhava, love, 
and prema which is the ultimate pure love for the supreme lord so as we steadily practice our sadhana bhakti finally we will attain the love of godhead spontaneous love but this balancing aspect balancing between material and spiritual life uh, is not easy it requires time intelligence and energy but the supreme lord says he will give the intelligence he will give the intelligence in gita 10.10 the lord says tesham satatam tesham satata yuktanam bhajatam priti purvakam dadami buddhi yogam tam yena mam upayantite to those who are constantly devoted to serving me with love i give the understanding by which they can come to me also in 2.39 eshate bihita sankhye buddhir yogetvi mam shunu buddhaya yukto yaya partha karma bandham prahasyasi lord says thus far i have described this knowledge to you through analytical study when you act in such knowledge you can free yourself from the bondage of words so the lord will give the intelligence so as we are trying to balance our life huh? for some people the progress may be rapid but for some it may be slow and gradual maybe in the beginning stage we may be chanting and maybe we may be doing karmic activities uh, watching movies or indulging in uh, material pleasures as well at the same time for example in case of movies uh, gradually we may move from passion oriented movies to satric movies over a period the goal is to stop watching movies and naturally without forcing ourselves naturally fully be engaged in devotional service but in the condition stage if for some recreation is going to help us practice bhakti with rejuvenated enthusiasm it is okay as long as it is not an immoral or a sinful act as opposed to artificially renouncing and internally still meditating on the gross activities there is a beautiful story in the puranas it talks about two brothers tavrat and suvrat to illustrate this point so one time the brothers were walking from their house to hear shrimad bhagavatam discourse at the temple so on the way it started raining heavily so they ran into the nearest building for shelter but to their shock they found themselves in a brothel where women of this repute were dancing to entertain the guests so tavre the elder brother he walked out in the rain to continue to the temple the younger brother suvrat he thought okay he there thought is no harm in sitting there for a while there is no harm in sitting there for a while to escape getting wet in the rain he thought okay i'll i'll stay here for some time and then go tavrat the older brother he reached the temple and he sat for the discourse but in his mind he was becoming restless oh how boring this is i made a dreadful mistake i should have remained at the brothel 
my brother must be enjoying himself greatly there. Whereas the other brother, Subhrit, he started thinking, why did I remain in the house of sin? My brother is so holy, he is bathing in the knowledge, bathing his intellect in the knowledge of the Bhagavatam. I too should have braved the rain and reached there. That's what he was thinking. So when the rain stopped, both started out in the direction of the other. The moment they meant uh, lightning struck and both of them died on the spot. Now the Yamadutas, they came to take Tavrit to hell. Tavrit complained, I think you have made a mistake. I am Tavrit. It was my brother who was sitting at the brothel a little while ago. You should be taking him to hell. But the Yamadutas replied, we have made no mistake. He was sitting there to avoid the rain. But in his mind, he was longing to be at the Bhagavatam discourse. But on the other hand, while you were sitting and hearing the discourse, your mind was longing to be at the brothel. So, this is artificial renunciation. So, we should be very watchful about it. So that's why association is very important. Constant association with uh, senior devotees, exalted personalities, which Srila Prabhupada through his books and lectures and so forth will eventually purify us so that we are able to incorporate spirituality in everything we do and we see Krishna in each and everything around us. Ultimately, spirituality has to become part of everything we do. So just like uh, a health conscious person, he cares about his health and not only when he is at the gym, when he is going to the gym, but also while eating, while doing work, while sleeping, etc. Right? He is always conscious about it. When uh, he is eating, he thinks about uh, how many calories to eat, whether it is properly balanced, is it a balanced diet. He is always mindful of that. Same way while working on a computer, he stretches and so he's always uh, health conscious. It's not like uh, a serious uh, person, health conscious person. It's not like he's going to eat 10 gulab jamuns and thinking of working out for three hours later at the gym. He balances his activities very nicely so that his health is taken care of properly. I remember my previous manager I mean, in, at work, he would meticulously go to the gym at noon every day at work. At workplace we had a gym, so he would go there so he made it as part of his routine. So likewise, Krishna consciousness has to be part of our life. Just like when you care about health, you are always thinking about it. In the sense that it is ingrained in you, in everything that you do. You make sure you are getting enough sleep, quality sleep. You make sure you wake up in the morning and do your workout. And then while eating, you are conscious. While doing every activity, 
you are thinking about it. So likewise, sir, Krishna consciousness, sir, we have to make sure ultimately it is a part of us, part of everything that we do. Some other examples, uh, if you if you think about the kids preparing for a spelling bee competition, what do they do? They always uh, memorize the words. They always remember these words, try to practice them. They have like a set of index cards or they have an app on the phone. Whether it is during eating or uh, going to the school in a bus, getting a break, they are always uh, looking through these list of words, trying to practice the spelling, memorize these words and so forth. They are constantly meditating on that, if you think about it. So we have to be Krishna conscious that way. But to get there, we have to clearly know what our goal is. Why is it a challenge for us? Because we should clearly understand our true identity. We are spirit souls, part and parcel of Lord. And we can take two paths. One path is uh, we can be religious. We can follow a little bit of spirituality, but then we also enjoy. It is that path of uh, dharma, artha, kama, and moksha, right? After enjoying for some time, then you get fed up with enjoyment. Then you take the spiritual path. Now the other path is purely spiritual which is whatever we have, we use for Krishna's service. Our body, our intelligence, all the things given by Krishna. So why is there a confusion? Because of lack of understanding of what we want to do. Confusion is only for people who did not decide what they want to do. So how, how can we expect a cool breeze when we are encircled by fire? We have mutually contradicting desires. I mean, of course, we have to take it gradually, but we should clearly understand our goal and fully be on board with it. No doubt our basic needs to be taken care of, but if we keep on doing that without working towards ultimate purpose of life, so it is like driving a car and going from one gas station to another gas station without going to the ultimate destination, without going to the destination, the place we want to go. We need to know for sure where we are going, right? If you know that, okay, I have to go and take my exam, and there are two roads. One road is a smooth road without any potholes, smooth road to a cinema hall versus a bumpy road to exam hall. Which road we will take? Our goal is to go and take the exam, so we will take the bumpy road. So the goal has to be clear. So while there are many problems and challenges in balancing material and spiritual life, I just want to focus on three main problems. Three main problems. The first one is life. Our life is seen as separate from service. Life is seen as separate from service. The second one, pressures for things that oppose the spiritual lifestyle. Pressures. We are constantly bombarded 
enticed by so many things that oppose our spiritual lifestyle. Now the third, lack of time. We struggle with prioritizing and scheduling our spiritual activities. So we're going to see those three. So the first one, life is seen as separate from service. I was talking with uh, a, a new devotee the other day, and he was talking about the three compartments in life, in his life. He had compartment, compartment life state. Work life, personal life, and devotional life. So, sometimes uh, the, the work, family, office, I mean school, all these things seem to be material. We find it very hard to remember Krishna while doing ordinary life activities. We think, okay, spirituality is renunciation and detachment. And thinking like that, of course, we have to renounce the material pleasures, the, the sensual pleasures, eventually. But sometimes, uh, with that thought in mind, we practice uh, hard-heartedness, or uh, we become irresponsible. We neglect our family members' emotional needs, or even our own emotional, physical, or social, or other needs, we neglect them. Oftentimes we do not know that eventually these needs assert themselves and spirituality becomes very, very difficult. Now the second point, the pressures for things or things that oppose the spiritual lifestyle. Most of the times we work in an environment that is not conducive, right? We are required to go out with our colleagues and socialize to grow in our career or the company we may be working, they may be selling intoxication or they may be directly or indirectly involved in violating the four regulative principles. Or we may have non-devotee family members, whether it is the husband or the wife or the children. So we may have to compromise or adjust to situations unfavorable for devotional service. Now the students who are going to school or college, there is always peer pressure. They are forced to participate in illicit acts, to be part of the society, to belong to a friend group. Or our past bad habits, they may come back and haunt us. They are always tantalizing us and waiting for us or waiting for the moment we fall down. The third point, third problem, lack of time. Sometimes our work requires us to work late nights, 55, 60 hours a week. We leave for work early in the morning and come back very late at night. Of course, nowadays, uh, with the pandemic situation, everybody is working online 
or remote and also that has also posed a big challenge the the lines between housework and office work has become blurry it is becoming even more difficult to balance at least when you go to office uh, or when you are going to office uh, you would leave at 5:30 or 6 o'clock you get a break but now sometimes uh, i mean you even go till 7 o'clock 7:30 you're just sitting in front of the computer so it has become even more difficult and then of course uh, you always have the demands uh, from the family children you want to spend quality time with them you have to participate in their activities take them to different classes and so forth and then as they grow and become teenagers that is a whole another uh, challenge like every day there is a new problem so you have to guide them spend time with them and give them the right advice and so forth and then of course uh, then we ourselves uh, will have our uh, materialistic entertainment and so forth so with all that uh, happening finally we will have very little time for concentrated japa or worship of the deities or doing kirtan on a daily basis it becomes extremely difficult so we'll start with the first uh, problem so life is seen as separate from service brahmarpanam brahmahavir ब्रह्मनो ब्रह्मणुत ब्रह्म तेन गंतव्यम ब्रह्मकर्म सामदीना भगवदगीता फोर पॉइंट टू फोर द लॉर्ड से पर्सन हू इज फुली अब्सॉर्ब इन कृष्ण कॉन्शियनेस इज श्योर टू अटेन द स्पिरिचुअल किंगडम बिकॉज ऑफ इज फुल कंट्रीब्यूशन टू स्पिरिचुअल एक्टिविटीज इन विच द कंस्यूमेशन इज अब्सल्यूट एंड दैट विच इज ऑफर्ड इज ऑफ द सेम स्पिरिचुअल नेचर in purport shila prabhupada beautifully explains matter doubtailed for the cause of the absolute truth regains its spiritual quality krishna consciousness is the process of converting the illusory consciousness into brahman or the supreme when the mind is fully absorbed in krishna consciousness it is said to be in samadhi or trance anything done in such transcendental consciousness is called yagna or sacrifice for the absolute in that condition of spiritual consciousness the contributor the contribution the consumption the performer or leader of the performance and the result or ultimate gain everything becomes one and the absolute the supreme brahman that is the method of krishna consciousness and uh, again in the purport at 12.2 a pure devotee is constantly engaged sometimes he chants sometimes he hears or reads books about krishna or sometimes he cooks prasadam or goes to the marketplace to purchase something for krishna or sometimes he washes the temple or dishes whatever he does he does not let a single moment pass without devoting his activities to krishna such action is in full samadhi suppose we are in a romantic uh, relationship or romantic love we are fully absorbed we don't think of anything else we are constantly absorbed in thinking of the person we love we have strong attachment for them likewise we have to think of krishna in whatever we are doing in such a consciousness it does not matter even if you are working in a factory because everything becomes transcendental 
of course we shouldn't be doing simple things so what are some of the ways we can think of krishna the lord says i am the strength of the strong i am ability in man so if we see somebody strong or powerful we can think about krishna the lord says i am the light of sun heat and fire so every day we see the sun we can think about the supreme lord there is heat in the body there is heat in our room the warmth of love so we can think about the lord the lord says of purifiers and wind the cool breeze that we enjoy we can think about the lord taste of water the lord says i am the taste of water as a matter of fact the liquid gives taste to anything so whatever we taste we can think about the lord and chanting the beautiful process shila propa has given us we can always chant wherever we are we can chant mentally even if uh, when we are on our bed or even if we whatever if we meet with an accident and uh, we are in a hospital we cannot do agnya or deity worship there but we can chant the holy names any place while waiting in line for a roller coaster ride cooking eating playing we can chant we can think about the lord we can remember the lord's form our favorite uh, form of the lord we can get it imprinted in our mind if we love somebody we carry a picture of them in our wallet or on our phone likewise we can keep the form of the lord and meditate on it we can always think about krishna's pastimes there are so many things in the world that can remind us of the lord's pastimes everything that is happening in this world has a parallel in the spiritual world so if we see a mother with child we can remember mother ishoda or if we see sari we can remember how the lord gave sari to drupadi and protected her or if we see some matajis that are pregnant we can remember how the lord protected parikshit in the womb or if we see somebody dancing we can remember the lord if we see butter we can remember krishna so everything in life can be used as a stimulus to remember the supreme lord we have to deliberately attempt and practice so we have to start practicing at least once or twice or few times a day whether it is before eating or before going to bed before opening your computer so we can practice it uh, gradually and finally it becomes natural i remember like uh, uh when when i used to sneeze or uh, accidentally run into something i would say oh my god or something else but then i started uh, saying oh krishna initially it felt very unnatural and artificial but over a period it came out automatically so we have to start practicing it, then it becomes a habit it becomes part of our life and we are krishna conscious in every environment bhakti vinod thakur sings oh lord nothing further remains that may be called mine declaring that my wealth family members home and wife are truly yours i continue as a mere servant to dutifully protect them 
for the purpose of your service i will earn money and bear the expense of maintaining your household so the consciousness should be everyone and everything is krishna's they are given to me to properly take care of in chaitanya charitamrita antya leela 9.141 shrila bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakura he comments that one should always remember that he is eternally a servant of krishna whether one is engaged in material activity involving pounds shillings and pence or is in the renounced order he should always think that he is the eternal servant of god for that is the real position of the living being both taking sanyasa is beautifully explained here both taking sanyasa and dealing in pounds shillings and pence are external affairs in any condition one should always consider how to please and satisfy krishna thus even if one is involved in great material affairs he will not become attached as soon as one forgets that he is an eternal servant of krishna he becomes involved in material attachments however if one is always krishna always conscious that krishna is the supreme master and that he is an eternal servant of krishna he is a liberated person in any condition entangling material activities will not affect him so in our life we always try to impress somebody if you think about it right we may be talking to somebody though we may not be interested in them but we know that somebody is watching us so we may try to impress that somebody now sometimes we have uh, seen we know oh, the temple president is watching me or devotees are watching me so i have to be nice i have to behave nicely so we should uh, think that uh, the lord is watching us uh, as a super soul is paramatma he is always watching us so we have to think that okay what can i do properly how i should act so that uh, krishna will always smile he will have a smile on his face what can i do that will make him smile he is always watching us so we should act in a way that pleases krishna the way we talk to devotees the way we talk to our family members talk to our boss everywhere the way we behave krishna should be pleased in letter to jayapataka swami maharaj shila propat says this is in december 19 uh, this was in december 19 1972 the secret of surrendering to krishna is that each surrendered devotee sees that everything is part of krishna's plan whatever is meant to be i am doing let me do it with my full attention to every detail let me become absorbed in such service never mind what it is let all other considerations be forgotten and only my desire to do the best for krishna's alone pleasure is my motive so we we often times we hear people say we have to be at the right place at the right time but we should take it to our heart that with krishna's arrangement we are always exactly in the right place at the right time we are always we should remember that so to start with let us do one activity that will make him happy or make him smile at least once a day we will start with that and slowly increase it until we get to the point where our thoughts our behavior our activities in such a way that shri krishna is always smiling 
the second problem pressures for things that oppose the spiritual lifestyle ananda mayo vyasat we are pleasure seeking beings we want to be always happy so we should find pleasure in krishna consciousness the rasas in the spiritual world have counterparts in the material world so instead of aspiring for pleasure in the material world we should strive for spiritual pleasure in bhagavad gita 2.47 in the purport shila propa says as far as prescribed duties are concerned they can be fitted into three subdivisions routine work emergency work and desired activities i mean of course there will be routine work the household work and the office work and everything and then there will be emergency work things that may come up we have to take care of and then the desired work or our hobbies so we should do fun things for krishna we should find something that we like to do that would please krishna that would be a service to krishna so if you think about it everybody should have a recreation so let us make our recreation krishna conscious find krishna conscious hobbies so these will go a long way from keeping us from getting pulled into material activities uh, his grace mahatma prabhu the other day at our center he was talking about japa and he was saying japa chanting with japa, japa is your personal time with krishna it's like a vacation spot vacation time with krishna we don't have to worry about our office our boss our spouse kids family cleaning work and all those things it is our time with krishna so we should relish that we should keep our mind clear that way we are enjoying it likewise any service we should find something that we can do happily for krishna we have to have a life filled with association of devotees and at work we talked about having to socialize with clients and co-workers and so forth we can use reasons of health or schedule i put, i want to take care of my health so that's why i'm uh, i'm being a vegetarian i will only eat salad or a fruit bowl we can give reasons of health or we can avoid giving reasons okay my schedule doesn't permit today to come to the party and stuff like that we can avoid sinful activities that way and we can choose an occupation that does not involve sin we don't want to be a cashier cashier in a casino or working for a cigarette ad company or restaurant selling fish the purport in chaitanya charitamrita madhya leela 24.257 it says the source of our income is not actually the source of our maintenance every living being from the great brahma down to an insignificant ant is being maintained by the supreme personality of god eko bahunam yo vidadati kaman the one supreme being krishna maintains everyone our so called source of income is our own choice only this statement is very powerful our so called source of income is our own choice only i mean we all know the story of nagari the hunter i mean he would slowly kill animals and watch them suffer and die but after narada muni came into his life narada muni told him to get rid of his bow and he was thinking nagari was thinking how can i survive how will i live without my bow i need to hunt but in the end as we know he gave up his sinful life and he wouldn't even step on an ant 
that is the association of a pure devotee so ultimately it is our choice what we want to do the standard of living or comfortness is already set based on our piety based on our karma so how much money we have doesn't equate to the standard of living or comfortness it is already determined by our destiny as per our piety in previous life and so forth so it is our choice and finally the last point lack of time so we always feel i don't have time to chant i don't have time to go to the temple do my devotional service but we should understand one who has been awarded this human form should not work day and night work hard day and night simply for sense gratification which is available even for dogs and hogs that eat stool rather we should find some time for hearing shrimad bhagavatam and bhagavad gita that is vedic culture sometimes people say okay more than getting happiness i do this because i am important but if you think about it like who knows uh, the names of our great great grandfather so that means uh, like my great great grandchildren will not know me also and this is my own family so after i die i mean there may be a couple of sentences or at the most couple of paragraphs on on a newspaper or a social media or at the most uh, if i've lived a somewhat a selfless life uh, there may be a 2500 word article or something but that's it do you think that is so important to sacrifice our spiritual life is that so important that i don't have time for god time with god so shri propal would say when i was a householder i would chant four rounds in the morning four rounds before each meal in this way i would chant 16 rounds daily this is effective because if you don't chant your four rounds then you don't eat that's what shila propad would say so we should work we should find creative solutions that will work for us nowadays there are so many audio books vedas bases online so many lectures so many apps so we can whether it is before lunch or before dinner before bed we can be creative and uh, i mean read like a couple of pages likewise we can get ourselves immersed in krishna conscious activities krishna katha always and the solutions uh, are different uh, for different stages in our life i mean what we were doing like when we were 25 may not work uh, when we turn 55 we have to use we have to be creative and use different uh, techniques to keep ourselves spiritually charged we have to do what is uh, enlivening for us so beyond the minimum 16 rounds for regulative principles and the hearing and reading we should do something that we like to do for krishna we should prioritize I mean, we cannot do everything we have to understand i mean a beautiful example right uh, we hear about if you are trying to put put the rocks pebbles and sand in a in a jar filling the sand first you may not be able to fill the rocks but rather if you first put the big rocks 
and then the pebbles, and then the sand, then you are able to fill all, all of them in that jar. So these are rocks are like uh, our devotional activities. So we should give priority to Krishna first. We should give priority to Krishna first. So finally, so we don't need to see the distinction between material life and spiritual life. In this way, by slowly taking these practical steps in our daily life and with good association and guidance from our Guru and senior devotees, we can eventually get to the platform of spontaneous love for Krishna always. Jai. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much, uh, devotees, for giving me this opportunity. And uh, most of this class today is based on Her Grace Urmila Mataji's uh, beautiful class that is available online. All credit uh, goes to her and so many other uh, Vaishnavas uh, whose uh, articles and lectures I've uh, referenced or referred to. Uh, once again, uh, thank you so much. Uh, if I've made any mistakes, uh, please forgive me. Uh, thank you. Hare Krishna. Shri Jai. Jai. Hare Krishna, Tandavat Pranams Prabhu, thank you so much uh, for summarizing how we can make uh, our material life spiritual. Devotees have any questions or comments or feedback, please go ahead. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Tandavat Pranams on Grace Krishna Prabhupada, it was such a nice class, I joined halfway through. Uh, the especially in the how to choose the profession uh, and that uh, Narad Muni's uh, quote that uh, everything is uh, preordained uh, so I will uh, uh, will get that much money that we are destined to get and uh, uh, so uh, Sukha and Dukha will come and the way we are supposed to get as a part of the karma Oh, and this is our choice. That is fantastic. Uh, it's a great realization that I got. Uh, thank you. And of course, other uh, other references and uh, realizations are also very good. Thank you so much, Prabhuji, for your kind words. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Dandrat Pranam. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Very nectating class, Prabhuji. I love the examples you gave when we see a pregnant woman, then we remember Krishna being in the womb of Mother Yashoda. So those were very nice things to, you know, relate everything to Krishna. Uh, you also gave one reference from Madhya Leela. I forgot what chapter and what verse number. May I know that, please? One second, Mataji. One second. Uh, there was uh, uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Leela 24.257. The source of our income is not actually the source of our maintenance. Oh. Every living being, from the great Brahma down to an insignificant ant, is maintained by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That one, Mataji, that point. So it was 24.257? Yes, Mataji, that's what I have. Yeah, once again, I think that's... Let me confirm that. Mataji, 
Yes, Mataji. Yes, yes, yes. That's correct. Okay. Thank you so much, Prabhu. Hari. Very Hare nice. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, I am Pranam to you, Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai, Guru Maharaj Ki Jai. Thank you so much for your association class, Prabhuji. Once in a while you come and enlighten us and very, very nectarian class. We normally discuss Shivan Bhagavatam, but today was like, you know, sometimes we have uh, in temple special class given by special devotees. <laughs> so we felt like that today, you know. And uh, so, uh, yes, I, I also wanted to ask about the reference. Uh, it is 24.257? Yes, Mataji. Yes, yes. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so when you said this, uh, Prabhuji, like it means that like sometimes, you know, uh, we often hear a family member say that, you know, I'm earning so much, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and so much uh, effort I do. So, you know, a brother, husband, others, they say that. So actually, uh, you know, you so nicely you put it there that... Uh, it's all Krishna's mercy only, basically, you know. Because of that, everybody is surviving. Right? Yes, absolutely. But uh, what happens is, normally human beings, you know, when they, um, are like, who are not all in Krishna consciousness, they think it's their effort, it's their doings, you know. So just, they put, put aside Krishna and then they move around in the world. And uh, so, it's very, very hard to convince them, actually, you know, but... Um, um, like I know, I know a friend of mine, uh, a husband and wife. They, uh, you know, didn't have a job. Like husband had a job, and he was very, very uh, wife was a housewife. But then what happened? In the middle, he lost his job, and he was here only for almost a year. You know, still somehow the other, you know, uh, I, I felt Krishna is maintaining them. You know, they were living by the savings and other things, and you know, wife was not able to work. So always uh, Krishna helps us in everything, you know. And what amazes me is, like we mentioned, right, that uh, anything you see, you know, taste of water is Krishna, the sun coming out. So it's amazing that, you know, like if you see in the animal kingdom, elephant has such a big body. He eats so much, you know, compared to a rat or some other uh, small animal. And uh, it's amazing how Krishna is providing for everyone. It's really amazing. And uh, in the morning also we start seeing these birds, you know, they put their beak in the soil and how they, uh, you know, they know exactly where the worms are. And they poke in and they, ha they have their own intelligence and they poke into the soil and they take out the worms and they eat it because, you know, their life is so computerized and they don't get karma for eating uh, worms and all that. But uh, how this whole thing is going on, it's amazing how Krishna is like in everyone's heart uh, taking care, you know. So, yeah, very nice, very nice. So, Prabhuji, when, um, say, Krishna is there in an animal which is like a, uh, you know, like a pig, pig animal, right? And uh, so, due to certain karma, the person has become a pig, he's eating stool and all that, right? So... Uh, and we also say that Krishna, from our readings, that he is not involved in the three modes of material nature. He is away from all this, right? Uh, so, so when he is in that particular body, is he in distress uh, or he is just, uh, uh, I mean, he will never be able to take uh, the animal back to Godhead, right? So, 
does Krishna also go through distress with the animal going through distress? Like in the human form, we know that uh, you know we can uh, we can chant, we can get connected to devotees, we can do devotional service. You know, so Krishna is happy because he wants all the living entities to go back to him. But what about the animals? Animal situation? Will they keep on living? Uh, what does the shastra say? Will they keep on living? Because sometimes, you know, I see animals, uh, you know, around and I'm like, uh, will they continue with the cycle or will they ever get some kind of, uh, you know, human body or some, uh, uh, you know, like something good uh, in the future? So that's my just uh, general question so, is there. Yeah. Yes, Mataji. So first of all, uh, thank you so much uh, for sharing your uh, beautiful comments uh, and your kind words. Uh, I'm in uh, no way special. Uh, uh, but I seek your uh, blessings and prayers uh, so y I can continue to practice uh, this uh, process of bhakti. And uh, and all the credits and I mean the, the examples that you used in the, in the the session today, all the credits go to Her Grace Urmila Mataji. Um, so so uh, to couple of uh, points came to my mind. Mm. So, so we have to clearly understand Bhaktaram, Yajna Tapasam, Sarvaloka Maheshwaram, Suvardham Sarvadbhutana, Natvamam, Shantim Rachati. So the, the beautiful uh, peace formula verse, right? I mean, Krishna, if you understand, Krishna is the uh, controller of everything. He is the enjoyer. He is the ultimate enjoyer. And at the same time, it's not like he's the master and we are like slaves. He is a well-wisher and a loving friend of every living entity. So once we understand that... Uh, we know, okay, we can practically see uh, everything is uh, orchestrated by the Lord. So, uh, we will see Krishna's underlying hand in everything and then we'll be happy. So, anyway, so that, that came to my mind. But uh, back to your uh, your question. Uh, so, Mataji, are you, say, are you asking, will Krishna go through the distress? Because Krishna, he says, right, uh, the Devihi Esha Gunamai Mamamaya Duratyaya Maam Evaye Prabhadyante Mayam Yetam Karantite. So this divine energy of mine, he's saying it is, uh, it is my energy, it is under my control. And so Krishna is uh, not under the uh, control of uh, karma. Uh, Krishna doesn't go through any distress, obviously. It is the living entity uh, based on the based on the karma, it goes through that. Just like how if I go to a store, to, to buy some clothes. It's based on my desire and my uh, bank balance. I can purchase a certain type of cloth based on my uh, desire and my bank balance. Likewise, uh, based on my karma balance and based on my desire throughout my life and at the time of death, I will get the next body. And as we know, like... Uh, We've gone through millions of lifetimes, like 8.4 million species that we have to go through to finally attain the human form. So, so, um, like if I if I'm uh, if I take the body of a pig or uh, some animal, do I will I be going through uh, all the forms of I mean all the different forms? to finally get to a human platform. Uh, it kind of depends, as we know, we've heard uh, um, and we've seen also how, like, um, uh, the dogs, 
I don't remember the story, but in uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita, there is a beautiful story, Patch Time. Um, the dog uh, gets to eat prasadam and, uh, by the mercy of devotees and immediately goes back to Godhead. Likewise, uh, I mean, that is, the, that is why it's very important uh, to chant uh, the Harinam Sankirtan. So it is not only the human beings, every living entity will have the opportunity, will get the benefit of hearing the holy name. And who knows, uh, by that mercy, it may get a good birth in the next life if it gets to eat prasadam. Likewise, likewise, I remember, I think uh, there was this uh, squirrel when we were in uh, Michigan uh, in our... Uh, the squirrel would always, I think, uh, hide inside, uh, I think, um, in the attic, I think, in the attic. And, uh, and I think, uh, I think uh, one time it so happened, I mean, of course, uh, as we were chanting or doing prayers in our home, uh, later we understood, I mean, the squirrel obviously uh, was, uh, was being part of that, was... Uh, uh, was uh, without its knowledge doing or being part of devotional service, devotional activities. So it uh, so happened one time it died, uh, and that day happened to be I think uh, one of the auspicious days. I, I, I can't remember it was uh, Ram Navami or one of the days, and we had a garland, uh, and uh, we 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 in the end we buried the squirrel next to our uh, in the backyard, um, and we we put the garland. So we felt that we and we prayed for the squirrel. So likewise, uh, things happen with the mercy of uh, inconceivable mercy of the Lord and His devotees. Uh, anything can happen. You may you may be promoted to a better uh, better birth in the next life. Yes, Mataji. So anything could happen. That's my understanding. I hope uh, that gave some clarification yes, to your sir. question, Mataji. Is that yes, helpful? Just I was like a little concerned, uh, you know, that uh, we know that, you know, we're distributing books to, uh, just one thought was there and came because of your class, not that I thought of this question, and everybody is getting books and we are human life and, you know, uh, everybody's at a certain level in following Krishna consciousness, but for the animals, you know, like you mentioned about prasadam is uh, also important, you know, to give them, and uh, otherwise, uh, it's it's really sad actually to see the trees, and the and the animals, you know, birds, all these uh, creatures around us, living entities, uh, how they will, uh, you know, like also uh, this thing. But yes, Krishna takes care because Krishna is giving them food and everything, you know. So he's there inside them as Atma Paramatma. So uh, we have to have faith that yes, Krishna will take care of every every living entity, including human beings. Um. Uh.